Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. This is Jeff Fedoten with Believe in Chiefs on the Believe Network, Kansas City's number one sports podcast network. The only place with a show for every team and Casey and more. We believe in our teams. Do you believe? On this week's show, former Kansas City Chiefs offensive line Joe Valerio and I break down the playoffs. Playoffs? As the Chiefs host the Dolphins on Peacock Saturday night. Joe, before we... Get to the playoff preview, and I swear, no more Jim Mora impression. No, that was classic. You made me laugh out loud. I was like, playoffs? <laughs> well, speaking of the playoffs, before we get into that, Joe, I want just one note from, you know, we know the Chargers-Chiefs game wasn't very uh, meaningful, but it's interesting that Nick Allegretti, sporting that beautiful number 73, played center against the Chargers, uh, and Creed Humphrey, uh, the normal starting center, obviously, was a guard. Uh, Mitchell Schwartz speculated that Gabbert, uh, Blake Gabbert, was probably more used to taking snaps from Allegretti. Joe, do you think that's what that was, or I just wanted to, your uh, ex- to lean into your expertise on the offensive line? Yeah, I mean, they well, they probably worked together, you know, all all week, right uh, at at center, um, because you know, when whenever the coach calls out, all right, let's get the twos in, let's get the twos. You know, there's generally a two group and a one group, and I'm sure Nick probably because of we know Nick can play guard, right? Like mm-hmm. we know that he doesn't probably need a whole lot of reps. And what Nick probably does is he probably he probably gets first team reps at guard, uh-huh. and he probably does all the second team reps at center. If I had to guess, that's probably what he does. Just because you need to have that timing down with your quarterback. So that's what I would imagine. He probably gets every once in a while. He probably gets a, sen- a snap or two with Patrick, but probably not too many. Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember back in the day, you know, if if, if Timmy Grunhard was dinged up or something, I would I would get a few reps a week, you know, maybe a team period session with Joe um, at quarterback, and and um, and that was even more important back then because Joe never went in the shotgun. So, um, you know, there was always a practice during the week where I would at least get one series or a couple of series with Joe. Um, especially if like Timmy was banged up and we knew he might not play or like if there was a chance he could re-injure something like, you know, they, they were definitely, there's a lot of risk management that goes on with, you know, getting snaps. I, I, I think that's a better speculation than people thinking the Creed's going to play guard in this game and that they're going to move Joe Tooney out to, um, to tackle. I, I, cause I mean, if we want to get into that now, cause it's kind of a good segue, right. To, to this whole thing with, with, with what's going on at tackle that what's going on at left tackle for the chiefs. I, 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 my speculation is that there's a, there's a really good chance that Joe Tooney plays um, that he plays left tackle and that Nick plays guard. In this oh, game. that could be, that's interesting. Now the other thing though, so Wanya Morris, as we're recording this Tuesday, it's so how it goes is usually the chiefs 
Tuesday is their off day. But because the game is on Saturday, not Sunday, Tuesday was practice day, a media day, and they have their off day on Friday. So uh, we're recording this on Tuesday, and Andy Reid um, said that Wanya Morris is still in concussion protocol. Um, Dobbin Smith still has a stinger, but it sounds like he might he could be ready to go too. So that's interesting, yeah. Joe. So it sounds like it might be Donovan Smith or um or or like you said could be or, or like you mentioned, it could be Joe Tooney who's showing that versatility like Nick Allegretti, just like another old 73 have that kind of lineman positional versatility. And 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 Nick's a fantastic guard. Like he I when I watch him at guard, he really gets it done. I mean, he's he we don't miss a beat when he's in a guard, I think. But there is that concern that with the stingers concussion you know uh with prince being on ir and whether he'd be able to come off by the time the game is here or not like there's a lot of moving parts right now at tackle and um a lot of things to think about so you know i just my my hope and hope shouldn't be a strategy but my hope is that we don't fall into that you know buccaneer super bowl issue you know that's like that would be the worst right well, you know, the thing is, and that is true, but I think the matchup still might be favorable for the Chiefs. Um, you know, every Joe, everyone's going to talk. It's about a rematch of the cool Germany game. It's Tyreek's return to Arrowhead. And yeah. Joe, the Dolphins are a good team. Everyone wants yeah. to talk about their offense, like number one in the NFL. They have Tyreek Hill. They have Tua. They have Waddle. But their defense during the season, which is led by Vic Fangio, who's a really good coordinator, was a really excellent defense. But now, Joe, Jalen Phillips, Bradley Chubb, two really good edge rushers, Andrew Van Ginkle, um, who's a really outstanding linebacker, uh, Xavier Howard, uh, cornerback, who's a real ball hawk. Those are just some of the guys that are out. So more than anything yeah. else, Joe, I think that's the difference of the game. I don't think – I think the Dolphins are just too beat up to win this game against a relatively healthy Chiefs team. Yeah, you go you go on like any depth chart for the Dolphins online. Pick a pick a a sports you know organization that publishes depth charts. There is red all over the Dolphins depth chart. IR IR like you mentioned, Jalen Phillips, Zeke Vandenberg, Baker, Van Ginkle, Cameron Good, all on IR. Keelan Cross and IR. Then Bradley Chubb IR. Then you go to the Qs, and their entire secondary has a questionable next to their name on their number one on the depth chart, number one on their depth chart, Xavier Howard questionable, Deshaun Elliott questionable. Now, again, we're reporting this as of Tuesday, right? So, you know, we don't, we know how those kind of things, they, they progress those things during the week, right? Javon and Holland questionable, questionable. Jalen Ramsey questionable. So. And Joe, sorry to interrupt. I would think questionable the playoffs too. I mean, if there's a sliver yeah. of this guy being healthy, you know, it's all, it's all, um, Systems go. It's all, uh, you know, all hands on. Yeah, deck. better. But, 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 Jeff. Nonetheless, whether or not you know whether or not they play on on Saturday or not, you know, you got that cue next to your name on on a, on a Tuesday. That still means that something's going on. <laughs> like there, it's yeah. like there's something bugging you when you've got that questionable because they don't, you know, they don't put it next to players who don't. And and yeah, if, if hey, if somebody wants to do some shenanigans and some offhanded, you know, kind of like, uh, you know, fussing around with the depth chart and, and, and the whole injury report, then that's, that's on the team. But like, it still means that there's something going on. And, and this Dolphins defense is banged up. I mean, they are, they are banged up. Um, so yeah, it, it's, it's, 
there's a lot going on um, with this group right now on, on defense. And look, you know, I, it was funny today because when I was talking with um, with the folks on A10, and and I, you know, I started going through the whole theory about the Dolphins not really having beat anybody, right? Like who have they really beat? You know, Nate Katy, you know, actually did bring up something that was very valid. And, you know, look, we all want to be our chief's, you know, best friend, but sometimes you got to actually point out some things objectively. And when you do look at the chief's schedule, you have to wonder who they've really beaten too. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah, like when you look at their losses, right? I mean, they lost to Philly playoff team. They lost to Green Bay playoff team. They lost to Buffalo playoff team. They lost to Vegas. You know, like they haven't really – like they did beat Jacksonville. Did, still not a playoff team. You know, they beat Minnesota. Didn't make it to the playoffs. Um, you know, they did beat Miami. Got to give them that on, on neutral field. Um, but, you know, that's really the only – playoff team that they beat because they you know they beat Cincinnati but yeah but Cincinnati isn't going to playoff so it's a you know this is an interesting game for both teams to see who comes out of this on top with you know with momentum in front of them and and I I'm going with the Chiefs right out of the gate because Mm -hmm. I for everything we've talked about they're healthier I think they have more momentum going I, I did not think the Dolphins looked very very good in their last game against the Bills even though they jumped out, I can't believe they couldn't put that game away um, with the mistakes that Josh Allen was making uh, early on. Josh Allen, and they still, they still lost. They really looked good for a half. I thought the second half they just couldn't get anything going. Yeah, yeah. I know we're all over the place, but it's just that's what playoffs are. They're exciting. I'm like, we can't, you know, oh, just want to get, yeah. want to get it all out, you know, and and talk about this this coming up because this is. This is it. This is where it starts. This is the new season, as Coach Schottenheimer used to say. Everybody's zero and zero in your record, and you know you 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 just it's the new it's the new season, and you don't know what can happen. And if a team gets hot and they start playing the way the Chiefs start playing the way they can, we know the talents there. They keep sticking with the, the things that you and I have been talking about. Go with Rasheed Rice as number one as their as their wide receiver. Give Pacheco the ball. Let him run protect Patrick. I mean, you know, it could be, and this defense we know, right. Again, eight, no, when they score, uh, you know, 21 points or more. So that's all the defense has to do is just get them, get the chiefs or that's all the chiefs offense has to do is get those 21 points. And this defense is going to do its thing. Um, that says a lot. I mean, if that was one game, two games, three games, Jeff, I'd say, all right, but they're eight. No. Yeah. When the chiefs score 21. So, that that tells that tells me a lot. I'm gl- glad you made that previous point uh, that you guys were discussing on A10 the radio on Tuesday morning because uh, I had that in my notes. Joe, Chiefs are one in five versus playoff teams, but of course that one win was against the Dolphins, the team they play on Saturday. Well, with the NFL playoffs right around the corner and the NBA season in full swing, Bet Online has you covered with all the up to second odds, news and scores. With additional odds, lines, trends, and the info on both desktop and mobile, you can access the world's best wagering information anytime. Head there today to get into the action and see all the updated odds. Remember to use promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Um, Joe, another interesting thing that should make this game fun to watch is 
It's going to be Saturday night. It's going to be in Kansas City. It's going to be outdoors. It's going to be cold. It might be snowy. Joe, we have a team coming from Miami. How much of an impact do you think that will make? You know, you you face warm weather teams and cold Arrowhead. Yeah, I, look, I know. Look, these are these are grown men playing this game, and they're professionals, and you know they're at the top of their game and top of their profession, top of their sport. Jeff, it means something. Like I, you know, I, I know we we all want to say, hey, it's football, and you know, listen, the Dolphins practice in warm weather all year long. Yeah, do they go and play some chilly games from, you know, let's call it early November, maybe mid-November through December and early January? Yeah, you might, you know, the Dolphins might go play a, a, a chilly game, but where have they really gone that was cold? You know, um, you know, they they went to Baltimore on on New Year's Eve, right? And got waylaid by the, by the Ravens. Right. I mean, I'm, I don't I don't actually know what the the temperature was. I'm sure we could Google it. It's pretty easy Google. But like, you know, that was it. They played Buffalo at home and lost. Um, so like that's been their that's been their you know, they did play Washington in Washington early December. They played the Jets in New York, um, you know, right right after I guess it was right after Thanksgiving. But like that's it. So, you know, they've spent what, four or five days in in the cold which you know we we probably with the way that things are going these days with the, the the way the earth is warming up like who even knows what the temperature was in those games it was probably relatively warm so i know it's been a relatively mild um winter here in philly wow. you know they didn't really have they didn't have to go anywhere and it's really hard it's hard to emulate jeff you can't like you know i was joking around this morning like what is Tua going to do like do like rocky balboa and go into a meat locker and like start throwing the ball around and you know punching you know big slabs of meat the way that rocky did and you know the first movie like no you're not going to do that like how are you going to emulate? by the way Tua is also not only is is he live in miami now obviously he's from hawaii he grew up in hawaii so this this is a guy yeah he used to spend some time punching meat rocky balboa style in a in a freezer Exactly. So yeah, it's going to mean something to, to come into Arrowhead where it's cold, where you know that Andy has those guys out and whether it's half the practice, part of the practice. I mean, I used to joke all the time with, with Mr. Hunt, I, you know, with Lamar Hunt, I'd say, Mr. Hunt, I said, are you growing um, livestock in that workout facility? Like, are you growing petunias and roses or something? Because Marty never, Coach Hunt never, never lets us go in there. Like we ver- the only time we ever practiced inside was when um, we were going to play a warm weather team in a dome, and we would only usually do that maybe once or twice during the week. Um, and and if he wanted to emulate some noise, um, he would pump in speaker noise for for crowd noise, like if we were going to Seattle or whatever. But I'm telling you, Jeff, if it was a home game, or it was a, it was or if it was an East Coast game um, or a Northwest game, you know, if if, if we were you know, going, uh, uh, or I'm sorry, upper Midwest game. And we were playing outside. Like we were outside, man, like 10 degrees, five degrees, like tough, like get used to playing in this weather. So long answer, short question. I, I think it means something. I really do. And I, I, unless the the dolphins come in early and Tua goes out early for practice on, on Saturday before the game and throw some balls around to his receivers, like it's going to take some time to get used to, 
having really cold hands against on a really cold football because those balls get cold. They, 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 the football gets cold really fast um, in that weather. And, and, it, and it gets really the ball, you know, the football gets really hard to handle and it gets very hard. So, you know, I, I, I think it's an advantage for the chiefs. I really do. As much as you don't want to say it is, um, you know, if it was the, uh, the Packers coming down to play the chiefs, you know, if they were in our division or conference and they're playing in the playoffs, less of an advantage because, you know, or if it was Denver or anybody else, you know, less of an advantage, but look, let's just statistically the way that they're going to practice, it's, it's going to mean something and it's going to take them a while to get used to it. You mentioned during your days that, you know, Marty always practiced outside uh, pretty similar to how they do it. Now, Andy Reid said for Tuesday's practice, the chiefs were going outside, but the, because of the, it was actively snowing, but they were planning on spending the rest of the week outside. One of the reasons is that is he likes being on the grass. He just, you know, they have a good turf field indoors, but you know, for obvious reasons, um, grass is a, a better surface, more forgivable, probably a, a little bit less of a chance for, um, Injury, Joe. There are a couple guys that I'm I'm looking at matchup wise. Um, the the Dolphins. We mentioned this passing game. I think the Dolphins, if they win this game, they have to. And I don't expect them to. I'm predicting the Chiefs. But if the Dolphins win this game, it's really got to be on their offense. Because again, I mentioned it's a good defense with a good coordinator, but they're so banged up. Um, and they they actually have a pretty good running game. If I'm the Dolphins, I run the ball a lot, try and keep that Chiefs offense off the field. Raheem Mostert was pretty good against them um, when they played in Germany, uh, but the rookie, HN was injured, and he's back. He looked good against Buffalo. So I think that's a big key is the running game. Do the Dolphins, Mike McDaniel, can also kind of get away from the running game. Do they stick with the running game? Do they have success? Can they keep the Chiefs off the offense off the field a little bit? And as good as the Chiefs defense has been this year, they've been very good. Uh, the running game has shown some cracks. Um, mm -hmm. and Joe, two other guys that I, I want listeners out there to pay attention to, with all the injuries, the Dolphins, edge rushers, you're going to see a lot of two familiar names, two former Chiefs, uh, Emmanuel Ogba and Melvin Ingram. You're going to see a lot of them on, on the edge, so that's going to be kind of a fun matchup. So, Joe, those are kind of the guys that I'm looking forward to seeing. What, what matchups really uh, jump out to you? Yeah, no, those are, those are all great. And, um, you know, I'll just touch on a couple of those before I go into some analysis from, from my perspective is I think, um, you know, from a running game perspective, you know, it, it's going to be interesting to see because, and again, not to bring the weather or the field into it, but, you know, guys like Raheem Mostert, um, they're, they're going to have to, um, they're really going to have to, um, figure out what kind of shoes they're wearing and, and what the field is going to be like when it, it hits those single digits, because, you know, if they're practicing right now on grass in Miami, unless they put that sod on top of the, you know, um, an ice rink, you know, it's going to be nice and squishy and it's going to be nicely manicured because <laughs> it's, because it's Miami and it's going to be nicely watered. And, um, you know, it's, um, it's going to be, it's a different field. Mm -hmm. You know, when you're trying to run on rock hard grass in, in, in single digit temperatures um, at night, it's going to be, it's going to be a lot different for them. So, you know, they're going to have, and, and if Mike McDaniel doesn't get a sense that Tua can't handle the cold in the passing game and they're struggling in that, in that aspect of it, 
and then they try to go to the run game and it's, you know, they can't seem to get their footing, no pun intended. Like it's going to be interesting for that offense coming in, coming into Arrowhead, you know, where, like we said, Andy has been practicing on cold grass all week. Um, the, the chiefs players are, are used to being in the cold, used to being outside. So that's going to be interesting, but I do agree with you. I, I think, I think if, if Mike McDaniel's smart, he's going to, he's going to try to take advantage of the running game and get, get the chief defense to bite a little bit. And, and maybe that'll open things up for, you know, for Tyreek and, 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 and how, and how effective, you know, Jalen Waddle will be, you know, both of them again, back to the cues lot of cues on on Miami's offense too you know Tyreek's been in, in and out of a boot um we know he looked you know he looked pretty fast and, and pretty healthy against Buffalo um you know and and Mostert had had a you know there he's been playing but he again he's another guy who's coming off injury so it's it's going to be interesting to see but I do like your I like your thoughts on that matchup um on the other side of the ball yeah it was funny because Melvin Ingram um, they were talking about in that Bills game about how he was dropped. He dropped in coverage more than he did rush the passer. Something, something with the way that the Dolphins' defense has been um, trying to get pressure on on the quarterback. It, they really, you know, that that was an interesting move of, of having a guy like Melvin Ingram drop into coverage because there was one play where he kind of got burned a little bit and um, and got beat for a, a pretty critical a pass play that. Yeah. that they went over, over top of them. And, um, you know, I just think it's, it's going to be interesting, but, you know, with, with, with the sort of rotating tackle here and some of the struggles that we've had at tackle, you know, that's the way they're going to try to get after Patrick, right. They're going to try to, they're going to try to use the edge to, to keep him in the pocket, to contain him, probably do a little bit of a mush rush inside and to keep him from stepping up in, into the pocket and finding that, you know, that seam in the pocket where he can, you know, buy himself a little bit more time. So it's going to be interesting. I, that's my, my, my kind of matchup um, is, is more, more about, you know, what do they do defensively to take advantage of a little bit of some injuries on, on the chiefs offense, a little bit of a rotating door there and, and a little bit of struggle that they've had to tackle to, to really try to put the pressure on Patrick. Cause I think that's really the only way they stop this offense. Um, because I think with with all the injuries they have and that they had at linebacker, and I think their coverage is going to be there's going to be a lot to be desired for Miami's coverage game in this game. Um, you know, I think the Chiefs will always, you know, the way that Pacheco's been playing, they're going to try to run the ball and they're going to try to do some things to get the running game going. But I think with the injuries that they have in the in the defensive secondary, with all those questionables, all the IRs at linebacker. I really think that they try to take advantage of the mid-range passing game and um, and take advantage of Travis and Rasheed Rice, just, you know, picking them apart sort of in that space. And I think that's going to be the the thing that I'm going to be looking at is how well they can protect Patrick and then what they can do to take advantage of some of these injuries on, on, on the Miami defense. We're going to take a quick break. And then, Joe, I want, I want to get your prediction on, on a couple things about this game. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. 
Well, we're back, Joe. I want to know your prediction, not only your score prediction, but I will also want your Tyreek Hill prediction. What's his stat line going to be look like? Good yeah, let me start. Let me start with the Tyreek thing yeah. first, Jeff. Let's let's listen. He he is going to have glue coming out of his elbow pads because <laughs> you know that he's not turning the ball over, right? I mean, players yeah. players like Tyreek Hill play with a lot of pride. Uh-huh. And and not in a bad way, right? Not cocky. Well, he tends to be a little bit cocky sometimes, but <laughs> he's very Tyreek, <laughs> Ty, Tyreek plays with with a lot of pride. And and I think this game means a lot to him. And, and it's not because he wants to show anybody. Like I, I think we're past that. I, I think we're past the whole the Chiefs dismissed me thing. It's been a couple seasons now. Like, let's just get over the whole I got dissed by the Chiefs. And I, I think it's business at this point. But I think from a pride perspective, he, that hurt Tyreek Hill, that, that, that fumble in that game that pretty much cost them that game in Germany, which was a neutral site game. It was middle of the seat. It was like kind of a, t- a big test game for both teams. He's not going to fumble the ball. And, and, and I'm not saying that now, because- just, just in case uh, listeners forgot. So it was uh, heading into halftime. It was in the second quarter. It was, um, 14, nothing chiefs, but the dolphins were driving, looking like they were going to score Joe, Total, this was the play of the game, totally changed all momentum. Great hit by McDuffie. Uh, Edwards picked up the fumble. Lateral to Brian Cook, who then raced for a long touchdown. Uh, just just wanted to give some context there. So it then was 21-0 at halftime. The Dolphins battled back to make it 21-14. Uh, and, and it came close, but it's like the game kind of seemed over. What a just momentum shift there. Anyhow, sorry to interrupt there, Joe. No, great, great. You know, it's great to relive that because, you know, this team has played this season. But I don't think that's going to happen. So I think Tyreek is um, – I don't think he's going to go off. Like, I don't I don't think he's going to have a, 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 a game of his life um, in this particular one. I, I think the Chiefs know him well enough. Um, I think they, you know, he's had some games, Jeff. I mean, he is, you know, he has put up some yards. I mean, he's been, you know, the last couple of weeks, definitely we hasn't broken a hundred in the last three weeks, got really close against Dallas and their win against Dallas. He, he, he caught 99, which of course, you know, could have been a hundred, you know, depending on where a referee spots the ball, but, but, you know, technically he hasn't had a hundred yard game since um since they beat the the commanders uh, back in december so but he's had some games buddy i mean he's 215 yards he opened the season against the chargers 157 against the the, the broncos 163 against carolina now again okay you'd say well joe let's let's take a look at those teams where he's doing that right uh, none of them are really very good you know he had 181 yards against the giants and we know the disaster of a season it's been for them he he, he broke 100 against vegas um, in their first meeting. So it's not like he's done a lot against the really good teams. Like when you look at Baltimore, he only had 76 yards. Um, he only had 62 against Kansas city. So when they focus on him and and they're playing against a good defense, he doesn't, he doesn't have that. So I'm going to use that data to tell me that he's not going to go off on the chiefs. He He's probably going to get in, in probably the 60 to 80 yard range. Um, he's going to have a nice couple of nice catches. He's going to break, have some breakaway speed, you know, b- both horizontally and vertically, but I don't think he's going to, you know, he may catch one in the end zone. You know, they may find him, you know, running some kind of crossing route or whatever and, and a nice, uh, you know, kind of a screen pat type pass or something near the end zone. And he's going to get in, but 
I don't, I don't see him being a factor. That's just, you know, I'm not saying that because I don't like Tyreek. I'm not saying it because of the whole Chiefs Tyreek history. I'm saying it because just I think historically he hasn't done a whole lot against really good defenses and, and he has never, hasn't really done much historically against the Chiefs um, since he's left. So I think they're going to find a way to, to shut him down and bracket him, um, which, but, which leads to like, you know, then don't let Waddle have a game because he, he's had some games, um, you know, when Ty- Tyreek hasn't. So um, I think, you know, I think um, that's my prediction on Tyreek. I think he's going to probably score a touchdown. He's probably going to have somewhere less than 100 yards but he's not going to he's not going to turn the ball over. He's not going to cost the, the Miami this game. He may not win it for them, but he's not going to cost it for them either. Um I, I think I think that's going to run uh, fall squarely on on Tua and how he handles Steve Spagnuolo's defense. I think that's really where where all the the pressure lies in this Miami team because their defense I don't think is going to win it and it really all, is all going to come down to Tua. And he's got a running game that can support him, but I think it's going to come down to decision making that he makes. Um, I think score wise. Yeah. So go, no, how about you? How about you, Jeff? I'll ask you the same question back. Cause I, w- I want to hear your thoughts on that. Let's, let's answer the same question. Um, what, what do you think of Tyreek? Yeah, I, I think Tyreek, you know, last, last uh, game, he had the big fumble and got like 62 yards, which is, you know, okay. That's good production for a normal receiver, not for a guy who might be offensive player of the year. And this is, you know, going against his former team. I think he gets like in the eighties, not enough to really, Kill the Chiefs. I could kind of see him getting a touchdown. Yeah, I think that'll uh, be a lot. But they, the Dolphins get a Tyreek touchdown, but not enough to um, win the game. I'm, I'm going to go with um, like 23-14 um, as a game around then. Pretty close to the 21-14 score the previous time. Um, and Joe, before we get the uh, your score, one point I do want to make though is well, we both. I think the Chiefs are going to win. I'm pretty confident they will. This really is a tougher route that they've had in the past. The one time they've played on wildcard week, um, you know, that was where they played uh, a, a not very good Steelers team. That was like that everyone was joking. It was the Ben Roethlisberger retirement party because they kind of backed in the playoffs. It was yeah. uh, his last run. I mean, that was not – this Dolphins team is – much better than that, like you know that uh, for sure. And what's also, so you know, the, the Steelers not being the, the toughest opponent. I think a lot of fans were hoping that's who would end up being their uh, wild card weekend opponent. The Chiefs instead, Buffalo has them, and then T.J. Watt, the best, maybe the de- best defensive player on the planet, certainly the best player on the Steelers. Period is out for that game. So Buffalo has a real easy matchup. I think there's a real – so I, I'm really thinking that the Chiefs win this by about 10 points, and then they – 7, 10 points, and then they have to go to uh, Buffalo. So this is this is just – this is a tough uh, – the Chiefs can do it. You never count out Patrick Mahomes, but this is uh, tough sledding this year, Joe. It, it is, Jeff. It is. I, I mean, this is this is – Man, I mean, I don't. That's a bold statement to say that this is as tough as the AFC has looked in a while. Um, you know, uh, when you look at, at at the teams that are in, in the playoffs, I mean, they. This is still, you know, this Dolphins team. You know, whatever we want to say about you know them being, you know, not having a great record against playoff teams, and you know who have they really beaten? I mean, 
you can still see on paper and you can still see in the wins that they have had. They're, they're a good, they're a good football team. Like let's not, let's not pull any punches and, and fool ourselves got, to think that and they've got stars, even with all these injuries, they've got, you know, they've got legitimate stars on that team. Yeah. A good, good point. They've got a lot of star factor. And, um, you know, I think, I think you are so spot on that this, this is a, a playoff picture that is not enviable. Right. And this is a road. I mean, you just, you watched what Baltimore, you know, had done uh, to some teams this season. Get past the Dolphins first, but you're right. You know, Buffalo's really rolling right now. Josh Allen, you know, makes makes all those mistakes as a horrible half. But like the guy, his memory, the memory he has, it's like he has the memory of a goldfish, right? To use a Ted Lasso ism. I mean, he just forgets about stuff and then just keeps playing, and then they end up beating the Dolphins. I was like, what the heck just happened? I was. Texting uh, my college quarterback is a huge Buffalo fan, and we were going back and forth like, you know, this game's over and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, sorry about your bills. And next thing you know, he's texting me. He's like, dude, they're going to win this game. I was like, you're right. And and so it's um, it's a uh, it's a tough they – have, they have a tough road to hoe. So this and is going to be a challenge. The road starts Saturday. Joe, what's the score going to be? Because you've been pretty accurate this year on, on scores. I, I think even though it's cold and this isn't going to be like, I'm going to bring something up that no chief fan wants me to bring up, but it still pains me, you know, this, this first week in January, this is no, this is going to be no Indianapolis game. Okay. Where, where like it was what, 10 to seven or whatever. Right. Um, I think, I think this is two different offenses, two different types of teams, even though it's going to be cold. I, I think the game is going to, the chiefs are going to win obviously, uh, and I think it's going to be 28 to 17. I think the chiefs are going to score, you know, four touchdowns, you know, it could be 27, right. Could be three, you know, could be three touchdowns and two field goals, but I think they're going to score 28. We'll call it four TDs. And I think that the dolphins are going to score 17, but I think they're going to get one of those touchdowns late. So I'm more in that line with you where I think they're going to score probably 10 legitimate not legitimate, not, not that a touchdown at the end isn't legitimate, but I think they're going to score that last touchdown when things are kind of like, all right, you know, the Chiefs have the game. Maybe they give the ball back to the Dolphins late in the game. And then they, they you know, they're temp- they go crazy trying to put one in the end zone to get back in the game. And, you know, it ends up 28 17. That, that's, that's where I think it's going to end up. Well, if you enjoy this show presented by Bet Online, please subscribe. We're available on your favorite directories iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Luminary, tune in. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back next week. Go Chiefs! Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.